Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. All right, everyone, welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. We have a great show tonight. Uh, we've got Craig Nibo, the man, the myth, the legend that's behind several amazing books like uh, Allied Zombies for Peace, uh, Hometown Monsters, as well as uh, Quirky Engine Entertainment. I, I, I got that right, correct? That's correct. Sweet. And so they've got a Kickstarter out right now, which you have to jump on and, and try out, and it's called Chops. So I'm going to turn it over to Craig to kind of explain what Chops is. Okay, well, uh, Chops, I am a musician. I'm a rocker as well as a game designer, and I have a couple of games under my belt with Quirky Engine, and Chops is the newest one uh, on which I was the lead designer. And it is a combination of those two worlds, the rock and roll world and the tabletop gaming world. So I poured a lot of the humor and experiences I've had as a rocker playing gigs and, and instruments and relationships with other musicians into this game. And it's, it's a blast. You, what you do is you create a band by hiring musicians and you buy them instruments and you go play gigs. But rock and roll has never been so dangerous as it is in this game because there's a fantasy, there's a whole fantasy aspect to it. There are things like, Bar brawls that break out and reset music recessions and alien abduction of musicians and demonic possession and uh, all kinds of things can happen to your band. It, it's pretty funny. Oh my gosh! So, uh, so with so you form the band, you go play the gigs, and you know you don't know what's going to happen in any way, no. shape, or form. So, you know, like you said, you could be in the middle of playing a gig and aliens come and abduct your drummer, and then what do you do? Is that pretty much well, you, the you, idea? You, lose, you, just, you lose your drummer, and then you have to hire a new drummer, either from where musicians hang out on the board or from other bands in order to replace the drummer. Oh, nice. Uh, you bring up drummers, and we had to put a few extra drummers in the game because, let's face it, crap always happens to drummers. Yep. So so we, we have a few extra things that, that can happen to your drummers. You know, they've got parents that can force them to go to military school and, and things like that. So drummers have a tendency to disappear and, and uh, you wind up replacing a lot of drummers in this game. If there's and nothing... if you've ever been in a band, if you've ever yeah. been in a band, that's kind of how it is. You're always replacing your drummer. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, no, if Def Leppard has taught us nothing in history, it's that something happens bad to the drummer. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
I mean, that's really cool. I, I like that concept. Now, especially the concept where you said that you can try to hire them from other bands. So there's kind of a, a sneaky kind of backstabbing element to the game where you're, try, you're taking uh, musicians from other bands, correct? That is true. There are many ways, many ways to foil other bands. You can cause their pyrotechnique shows to go bad. You can you can cause break uh, brawls to break out during their gigs. You can cause them to break musical instruments. You can cause them to lose band members. So not only are you building your band, it's very much a crab in the bucket thing. If uh, you know a band is finding too much success, getting too much buzz, you can reach up and pull that crab right back down into the bucket. Nice. So so if you're hiring other say musicians from someone else how does that mechanic work because i mean obviously the person isn't going to want to just hand you their drummer or their guitar player so is there just like it's a dollar amount and you pay that or how, how does that work yes it is it's sort of like that there are cards that uh there are cards that trigger uh there are cards that trigger haggling where you can attempt you can attempt to hire a musician from another band and that other band has to come up with the scratch to keep that musician if they really want to because if you have enough money to offer that musician to bring them into your band, you can hire them away. And, and, and you want to do that because as you play the game, it, it, it becomes kind of a, a, an immersive world. These characters, these musicians, uh, I'm, a, I'm a novelist and I'm a story writer and I'm a world builder and I built a world around this game. And each of these musicians has his or her own personality. They have their quirks and they have their good points and uh, we've written bios on each of them, and uh, as you play the game and you get to know their personalities, their powers line up with their personalities. So you see a card uh, turned over in another band, or you see a musician join another band, and you're like, oh, I want that musician in my band because she has these abilities, and if I put her with this other person in my band, my band's going to be even more mighty. So, yeah, it's, it's, there's a whole culture to it. So you mentioned quirks. So do, how do the quirks come into play with the game mechanics? I mean, because I'm assuming that's going to. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so for example, um, there are musicians that love to destroy their musical instruments for extra <laughs> cash. Okay. There are musicians that have to destroy their musical instruments. There are musicians, there's a, there's a drummer, his name is Bong Nudson. He has manic depression. You have to, before you go play a show, you have to find out how he's going to do and he may not show up if he's down, or he may show up and play like a monster if he's up. <laughs> I mentioned uh, demonic possession. That can cause your drummer to either play worse or better at gigs. There are musicians with terrible egos that are difficult to work with, so they have a lot of criteria in order to get them out on the stage. But then when they're up on the stage, they're awesome. Yeah. But their egos are so huge, they may leave your band and go somewhere else. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I mean, they, there's all kinds of things. There are keyboard players, electronic guys who have um, cybernetic parts. And if you, if you play in certain venues in a certain way, uh, the parts might work or they might blow up or short circuit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there, there are tons of quirks. Every musician is eccentric in some way. Nice. I, I, I like that. It, you've got, you know... You've got good points and, and negative points here. So, you know, you got your musicians, they've got these good ones, and they've got the flaws that kind of help make things crazy and, and mix things up. That's awesome. And you, yeah. it, and you guys have actually, like you said earlier, you put out several games. So, you know, Shoot Your Friends, 
um, or, or Panic Fire, whichever version people have it, you guys put out. Fun game. But um, just kind of looking on the campaign, you had Brian Tinsman, that's one of the designers for Magic the Gathering, that said some really awesome things about the game. Um, you got Larry Correa that said something about it. Uh, you got Jared Hess, which is the writer and director of Napoleon Dynamite and Nacho Libre that actually wrote about Trash Wars. I mean, I mean that's kind of really cool. You have all these, you know, fairly well-named people to to say, you know, talk about your games and say how great they are. Well, and you know, we uh, what it comes down to for us as a game company, Corky Engine, is the games before we even get to marketing or anything. Because I've talked to other people with game companies, and they're like, "What you do is you just put out a hundred games." We're like, "No, what you do is you put out four or five awesome games you got to make sure that those games are awesome so what we're after is a brand that people can go and blindly buy one of our games knowing that it's going to be fun so we take a lot of time to make sure that these games are working right they're well tested they're fun to play that personality and that i think is what's drawing that i think is what's drawing this uh this press these endorsements yeah which were great to get by the way we were surprised we're like holy cow Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, definitely that's what, at least in my mind, really makes a game appealing is when it's fun. You know, when you sit down, you're rolling the dice or whatever the mechanics are, and, you know, 20, 30 at an hour has blown by, and you're just having fun, laughing with your buddies at the table, and it's just like, wow, what, where'd the time go? So, yeah. You know, and, yeah, we're all about those laughs. We're all about those laughs at the table. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, I I've met I've ran into you several times to talk to you about you know shoot your friends where it's fun. I mean, it's very fast paced, and if you don't if you're not paying attention, you could be out of the game really fast. Um, you know, especially if everyone teams up on you. But it you know, there's tons of fun mechanics. Everyone's like, I have never seen you demo a game, or I've never played a game myself where people aren't laughing and having fun, even though you know. The name of the game is you're shooting everyone at the table um, with a toy gun, but it's still everyone's laughing and it's lots of fun. Even trash wars when you're knocking trash back and forth, everyone's having fun, everyone's laughing and just having a blast, which just says a lot about the games you you guys design. Well, I appreciate you saying that. That's exactly yeah. what we're after. So, so, so at this point, you know, you guys have started the Kickstarter. You guys are funded, which is awesome. And you've got a bunch of really cool things that you guys are wanting to push out with the game. So, you know, we've got a lot of, uh, oh, man, my brain just slipped. I forgot what they're called. Uh, rewards. Yeah, tre- uh, yeah. so we've got stretch goals going on here. Uh, you know, what are some of those stretch goals that we're looking forward to with the game? Well, okay, first of all, we're entertainers. Uh, we're the, the everybody here at the shop. We're all entertainers, so we took a bit of a different approach to the Kickstarter. We wanted to make it entertaining, as if you're plugging into a channel of something. So we're publishing for our backers a new video every single day of a musician. So every day you're going to learn about one of these musicians, and the videos and the bios are pretty funny. Then on top of that. Uh, I, I believe that we have three rewards that are going out to these backers that are worthy of their own Kickstarters, and they're just the rewards. Um, I'm a musician, as I said earlier, and I've 
written several songs, 12 songs so far, on behalf of musicians that appear in the game. So what I've done is I've taken um, taken musicians and I put them together into bands. And there's there's bands like the Punk Cats that appear in the in the in the game. They're an all-girl punk band. There's Acid Holiday and Trip Vicious and uh, there's there's a, a band called um, uh, Candy Pop, and I've written these songs on behalf of these bands, and uh, so we have a whole album. So I mean, most people when they're about to release their album, they'll do a Kickstarter on their album, but yeah. I have I've composed and recorded an entire album of music that's going out at a pretty low level to uh, the backers. You can consider it the official soundtrack for the uh, for the board game Chops, the rock and roll board game. Then on top of that, if we hit ten thousand dollars on the Kickstarter, that triggers a second album. Uh, that'll be an entire album from the Punk Cats, as I mentioned earlier, yeah. the all-girl punk band. So that'll be coming out. And then we also have a book. We also have a book that's going out uh, and. Uh, depending on your backer level, you can get the print version or the digital download. And the book is going to be hilarious. It's going to be the whole world of the game, but it'll be a standalone thing. I think it'll be really enjoyable. It'll have all the bios about the musicians. It'll have a guidebook of all the different clubs that are featured in the game. There's going to be a, a story or two, so there'll be some narrative in there, some sort of memoirs of some of these musicians. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's just going to be a hilarious book to just have. So, yeah, two albums and a new book. The book will probably be 150 pages or something. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be awesome. We're, and we're, we're, doing, we're pouring all that into this Kickstarter. No, it sounds awesome. I, I love the names. I mean, it, it, the, I have to ask a question. Did you just, like, have a name generator, or did you actually put some thought into what the names were going to be? I mean, these are awesome names. Na the names of the musicians or the names or of the, the bands? bands? The bands. Oh yeah. Oh, they just come. <laughs> they've just come to me over time. Uh, Punk Cats actually is a is a. They're featured in the game really well. Yeah. Uh, the, the five female musicians in the game that are members of the Punk Cats. If you can get those girls back together, if you can reunite them, which is difficult to do, then it's worth big time points for you in the game. And even if you can get two of the former punk cats in your band, they, they, they perform better. They're, they're just really good to get together, so they're really sought after. Wow. So, and they're, yeah. They're two new songs that just came out. Well, we've released one of the songs to the Kickstarters. It's called I Kiss Like a Razor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And then the second tune that is not released yet is called Step Off. Nice. Coming soon from the punk cats. So, are you the one singing, or do you have other people that are singing? That's an all-female band, so you got to get a you got to get a girl to sing. Okay, I, I just had to ask because yeah. maybe you're doing a falsetto. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 that'd be that'd be stupid. <laughs> it could be funny. It could be. Yeah, it, it could. Well, I am singing. I am singing for um, this one is weird, but I am singing for Candy Pop, which is a which is a pop band. Along the lines of Justin Timberlake, which oh, wow. is which is something that I'm not so accustomed to. It has that whole, you know, auto tune thing going on. These are songs that I'm writing on behalf of the game. They're yeah. not really my usual sound when I put an album out there, but it's been a ton of fun. I bet it. 
I, I, I want to hear this. I want to hear the auto-tuning of, of Craig Nibo doing this voice. It's going to be I awesome. Will, I will finally sing in tune. <laughs> you know, it, it, you guys have some really good levels, I mean, to jump in, to be honest. You know, there's a lot of Kickstarters out there where, you know, they start pretty high. I mean, yeah, you still have kind of the $1, the $5 to jump in, but to actually get a copy of the game, um, they're fairly high. And, and I know you had some early... Bird backers, those are gone, but there's like a $35 and a $40 pledge. But even at this point, I mean, you can pick up the game for $45. That's really inexpensive. I mean, when I've gone to Gen Con, I, easily $60 to $80 for a game, if not more, depending on what you come in it. And with, it's, with all the components so far that you have, it's definitely well worth the $45 uh, to get on board here. And now that, you're signing it. It's a limited edition signed game. So. That's, too, that's true. That's true. Then well, we have a simple, we have a simple. Met, we're not greedy. We have a yeah. simple metrics. We have a simple metrics to measure our cost that we have to put into the game, and then we multiply that by a certain amount. So we have our own internal formula, and then once we hit that amount, in our opinion, there's no need to mark it up anymore and be greedy. Yeah. So it, it accounts for all the marketing and and everything that has to happen. So yeah, we try to keep our games at a manageable at manageable costs. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm going to throw this one out here because there's two here that are they're 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 fairly high, but they're pretty awesome. I mean, if you pledge 500 or more, you get the after party DJ. So they they get to write the music, and then you're putting they're they're writing the lyrics. You're putting it to music, and it's going to be part of the the Chops Musician universe. Is that what I'm understanding here? That is absolutely. True. Uh, now I got to tell you, and this is—I'm not trying to be. How do I say this without sounding kind of arrogant? I, I don't want to sound that way, but my part of my profession is writing songs. Yeah. And and um, I'm only saying this because it, it it costs a lot more than five hundred dollars to get me to write a song for you. Oh yeah. Uh, I just finished. Uh, some new jingles for um, you know the Utah State Fair, and I uh, I've written the theme song for a huge convention that happens every year for the past five or six years, and produced the stage show. So yeah, so but but that sounds snobby, but I can guarantee you I'm not a snob about this. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy collaborating, mm -hmm. but this is this is t it's totally what you said. What you do, it's at the five hundred dollar level. Uh, Five hundred dollars. You, uh, you get to pick your musician lineup from the profiles from the musicians in the game. So you get to build. You, you get to kind of be a producer. You get to build your own band. So you go in. You pick the musicians that you like. You put them together, and then you write the lyrics for this song. And you can give them to me either as just lyrics. And there are some constraints. I can't. You know, we can't do a a, a nine-page long. You know, set of lyrics. Yeah. So there are there are it's within reason you know it's within reason uh, three verses a bridge uh, and then choruses of course uh, so you put all that together and then you give it to me and I will write a song on behalf of those musicians but it will be your lyrics and even if you want you could go so far as to record the melody of how the song goes so. Uh, you could you could even just get your cell phone out and sing down. Even if you're not a a great singer, it doesn't matter. You can sing down your song. Say this is how I want it to go, you know, and sort of give me an idea of your vision. 
of the song. Shoot that off to me with your lyrics, and yes, it will be an original song produced by you for the measly fee of five hundred dollars. Well, and awesome. Hey, that is. It, it is. <laughs> so, Jared, Jared's yep. jumping in. Awesome. Yeah. Good to, good to hear from you, Jared. Fifteen ladies. Been uh, spectating a little bit. Get an idea of what you guys are talking about. Sounds pretty cool. But uh, no, and then. The, the next pledge up. So this is like the final pledge, and this is like the holy grail. It, it is $1,000, but you guys are giving them, an I mean, besides everything below that, an electric guitar with the Chops logo emblazoned across its belly. How amazing is that? That is true. Uh, we'll have the entire design team sign the guitar. We're going to put the Chops logo on it, and we ship it out to you free of charge. And that's a thousand bucks. Yeah, and that's including the song too. So you're you're getting like a, a steal of a deal here, plus an that, awesome game. Yeah, yeah, it's a great deal. So and and you guys actually have a pretty good delivery uh, time on there. Uh, looks like delivery would be October of 2016. Um, so fairly recent. Most uh, most likely it will be sooner because, and the wow. reason I say that, yeah, I mean that's our that's our safety. It's it's absolutely not going to arrive after that point. But um, all of the assets for the game are finished, and we have sent them in. Uh, press, we've sent them to press. Everything's ready. We've given them an initial count of how many units, and we've gone through all the back and forth revs, and uh, and we've paid them. We've paid them their uh, what they need up front, and the game is. Game is it's getting ready to run right now. Wow! So, yeah. I mean, I mean that's amazing because I just like funded another Kickstarter like three weeks ago, and their estimated data delivery is not till April of 2017, and you guys are going to get me the game before then. That's yeah, wow, that's awesome. Well, well and that's the way we're gonna that's where that's the way we're gonna roll from here on. It's gonna be you know everything's gonna be pretty planned and pretty ready. And I, I, similarly, I just funded a game on, on Kickstarter that looks like it's going to be awesome, and I was disappointed to learn that. It, I wonder if it's the same game that you funded, but uh, I'm, I was disappointed that it's, it's not coming around until 2017 because I wanted it for Christmas. You know, I wanted to yeah. give it away to my kids for Christmas. But you know, I'm going to keep my, keep my pledge for sure because the game oh, looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, it does. Um, and, you know, and I do understand sometimes it takes longer. Um, but it's just really cool when you fund something and you know it's going to be in your hands a lot faster than you know, six months or more out there. And I know sometimes it just takes that long. But oh, that kind of turnaround shows a dedicated sense of professionalism too. Yeah, so in good hands. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with you. So at this point, you know, everyone that's listening right now. It's already funded. You know, there's sometimes with Kickstarters where you go and you're kind of looking, huh. Should I should I jump in because I don't know if it's gonna fund because you don't want to like jump in and contribute and then it doesn't fund because some some Kickstarters don't and then it's like then you get disappointed but at this point you know the game's coming so you might as well just jump on board now especially if you're new to the game of uh, crowdfunding if you think that you want to try something out for the first time see how you like it there's an excellent opportunity to get on something you already know is out you already know it's finished and you just get to benefit from the perks and not have to wait to see if Everything comes together the way they say. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I agree. Now I gotta I gotta give it up for the crowdfunding scene in general, and I'm not just I'm not just plugging our game here, but uh, Kickstarter these crowdfunding projects are 
it's a great way to discover some new awesome games. You yeah. get on there and you go through that game section. If you're going to buy games anyways, this is a chance for you to, to 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 really help the game developer to really jump in there and it means a lot to these game developers to have people come in and say, "Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to buy that." So if you're going to buy games anyways, I'm going to recommend not just chops, not our game, but just go in there and look around at everything that is being offered, and you're going to find something that looks fun. And man, you ought to you ought to just snatch it up. If it looks fun, you know, pick it up. If you're a gamer, go for it. Well, and the you really nice, cool. Go ahead, Jared. To... Oh, sorry. You never know where these projects are going to go to. Like these these things could be massively successful. And if you're attached to that project, if you've got any interest in that area, or even if you just want bragging rights, being able to say that you're a part of the, the forthcoming of these products is pretty dang cool. Especially well, and games, are, games are a type of memorabilia. I have a huge game closet full of games, and my kids discovered that they have value, so they're always coming down and saying, Dad! Did you know that your copy of Robo Rally is worth six hundred dollars? <laughs> and I'm always like, "Yeah, let's play it." <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No. And the really cool thing about uh, Kickstarter is it's really made it so that uh, game designers can really put their heart and soul into something and put it out there where normally they wouldn't be able to go through the normal channels. I mean. Just think about 10, 15 years ago, the only way you could ever see a really cool game is if you went to, like, Gen Con or Origins or something like that and hope it made it out, you know. And normally at that point it kind of made it through the gauntlet to at least be shown there. Now they can just they can design it, put it out on Kickstarter, get the funds, and make it happen. So it's just really cool that we have this now. And there's so many really amazing games that are coming out through Kickstarter, like you said. And it, you yep. know, these guys put their blood, sweat, and tears in this, and they're putting out just as amazing quality of a game as these other, you know, big box uh, game designers are. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely true. Yeah, there's a huge barrier for entry to get a game out there. There just is. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you can find a good, um, if you're like me, you follow game designers, uh, kind of how, kind of the same way that you follow authors or you follow musicians or or whoever, because if you can latch on to a game designer who puts out games that you enjoy playing, uh, it's it's going to be continued hit after hit after hit for you. And these days, the game designers put their names right on the front of the box. So you can pick up the box, see who the game designer is, and you're like, oh, that's a great game. I'm going to look for more of his or her games and pick them up. So it's a good idea to just follow a game designer or even a game design or even a game company. It depends on how the company works, but once you plug into something like that, uh, you know you can you can continually bring goodness into your home. I like that. Continually bring goodness into your home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, you can bring in chops into your home, and the other amazing games that uh, Quirky Engine has. You know, Panic Fire, Junkyard Wars, Hoagie, which is an awesome game for your kids. Eyeball, uh, is it eyeball boxing? Eyeball boxing is yep. going to be our next Kickstarter. It's not out yet. Not yet. Uh, extremely, back. extremely fun game. Uh, so when it comes out, I would say keep an eye out because it's it's going to be a fun game for you, for your kids. 
definitely unique in its its own fashion. So I'm excited for that one too, as well as this. So uh, sounds like you guys are doing really well here in this fashion. So and and Craig, uh, you, you just had a new book come out too, didn't you? Well, it's coming out September first. Uh, okay. I have a new novel coming out. It's All right. called It's called Dead Girl. Nice. I now, think it's my scariest story. And that could be. Are you taking pre-orders, or is that just going to be available on Amazon? Or yeah, you can you can pre-order it. You can jump on Amazon and pick it up. Uh, you know, pick up the pre-order right now. Sweet. So you got less than thirty days before it comes to your home. Well, look at that. Wow. You guys can pick up an awesome game. Have it by October at the latest or sooner. Or and pick up an amazing novel. That's like an amazing deal right there. And get some cool music. In the meantime, true enough. True okay. enough. The so, chops tunes are fun. They yeah. are fun. So, uh, Jared, do you have any other questions? I mean, I think I've, we've covered it fairly well. But everyone needs to go. But this is the guy that's, that did uh, the Junkyard Wars as well? Yeah. Dude, yeah. good game. <laughs> yeah. Glad you like it. That's awesome, so, bro. So, so, Craig was the one that was rocking the lightsaber mic at FanX. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I remember you now. What's up, bro? <laughs> How are you doing, man? <laughs> Good to hear from you. Well, that's awesome, dude. I'm glad you guys are doing well. And again, you know, there's there's a target audience for every sort of game or whatever sort of product an artist puts out. And if you guys are looking for something that you feel like particularly uh, excited about, this might be the guy that you follow for a very long time pumping out the content that you enjoy. So make sure to check it out and follow his advice. Check out other games. Uh, through crowdsourcing as well because you never know what you're going to find. Hey, Thank Jeff. you very much. Say hi. Jess, say hi. Hi. That's Jess, everybody. <laughs> hey, Jess made it to the show. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and now she's running away. It's a serious game and I love it and I have 12 ladies here that are playing with me and it's super fun. So, sorry I can't hang out, but I'm having fun too. Jessica Seach, everybody. Yay. There it is. There's Jessica. <laughs> Playing a game. See, I, that's that's what I love you know, about games. You know, everyone can get together, have fun, be social, and it's not these weird online games where you're hiding in your basement and you, you don't know who's not playing on the other end and or they're yeah. screaming and yelling it through your earpiece. And like what Jared's doing right now? No, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you can be social and have fun. You guys, you can razz each other. You can work together or against each other. So, board games are just amazing, as well as card games. So, too true that. Yeah. So if if you haven't already, uh, check out Quirky Engine Entertainment. Fund the you know jump on board the game. It's already funded, so you, there's no risk for you. Um, check out their other games. Like I said, Junkyard Wars, Panic Fire, Hoagie. Um, as well as check out Craig's novels. They're awesome. And if you really like zombies and want to see some crazy messed up stuff with the KKK and hippies and uh, you, know, <laughs> vet, you know, U.S. vets and zombies, you got to pick up Allied Zombies for Peace. Hey, so, you know what? I'm going to do you one better. If okay. you want the, if, you want the if, if, you, if you're an e-reader, if you like e-reading, then I will give that book to you for free. All you have to do is go to craignibo.com slash free book, and it is yours. All you got to do is tell me where to send it. Holy cow. Look at that. That's very nice. You, you just got a free book, everyone. 
run and get your free book. So, all right. With that said, we're out of time, and uh, we're gonna let Craig go so he can go join his family or do whatever crazy creative stuff he's uh, onto next. So, uh, all right, we're out of here. Hey, thanks a lot. Always a pleasure and an honor. Take care, brother. You too. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans, it's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life or even in at your work that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there. We want our numbers to swell, and we want you and everyone else to join the geek revolution. So tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we want to hear from you. We want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you and we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible we've got some great things in the works uh coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews and the more people we can get listening to the show liking our pages the more interest we can get and the bigger uh, more entertaining interviews we can get so please 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 help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help so with that said i'm gonna say we're out of here and catch you next time and of course join the geek revolution